Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Versatility Podcast. And for today's episode, I present to y'all the final episode of 2021. The final episode of 2021. The Versatility Podcast Awards or the JC Awards of 2021. Um, Basically, the awards show for everything uh 2020 related uh music in uh, in film in tv and uh in a bunch of other shit um i mostly just kept it at music because there were so many things i could have made categories about but i just really stuck with music and a little bit of film i did put some categories like best movies or best movie or worst movie of the year same thing with a uh, best show or worst show of the year that i saw this season or not season, but this entire year of 2021. And so, yeah, let's get straight into it. And so let me present to y'all the categories. So we have a lot of categories, but let's just get into it immediately. So first, we got best album cover. So best album cover was kind of difficult for me um, because there was actually a lot of album covers that I did like um, from this year. But some of the categories, some of the picks that I've had for best album cover, I got the uh, the off season by J Cole, the melodic blue by Baby Keem, uh, Bobby Tarantino three by Logic, uh, the house is burning Isaiah Rashad, and sometimes I might be introvert um, as the five uh, nominees for best album cover. And personally, for me, um, I'm really gonna have to narrow it down. Pretty much to the melodic blue, the off season, and sometimes it might be introverts. And for the winner of the best album cover, I'm going to have to give it to sometimes I might be introvert. I don't know what it is with the, uh, with the aesthetic and the background and just overall her drip uh, fits the whole vibe of the project. I think just looking at the album cover, it tells you a lot of what the album is. Um, the pose that she kind of does, the face when she's like kind of looking sideways, even though most album covers aren't really showing you face to face. But I don't know. I feel like something captivating about it. Um, I also like the font at the top where it just, you know, has the album title. The background looks clean as well. I mean, the thing is. With the melodic blue and the off season, why I enjoyed those projects, uh, those projects is album covers as well as probably because it's just the blue background, especially the J Cole one. That one looks tough as fuck. Like you know the burning hoop in the background with the basketball on fire as well, like resemblance of like Miami Heat, even though it's not literally Miami Heat, but still, um, the melodic blue. It's just Baby Keem kind of like just looking, on he was just sitting down on top of like a board near like a river, near like a sea an area, by the ocean, by the beach. And it just uh, it just looks quite peaceful. And then Bobby Tarantino 3 has a great album cover. I mean, it looks like a car that got crashed and like a zombie trying to get up. So I guess by detail, you know what? Actually, you know what? Let me, let me rethink this because this is actually pretty tough. Honestly, for detail, I have to give it to Bobby Tarantino 3. For like the, the small detail... And everything, it really is that. And like just the art specifically. So maybe for that, artistically, I might give it um, 
that personally for Bobby Tarantino 3. But I think sometimes I might be introvert. Probably has, like... I don't know. It just, it just looks tough. But it, it, doesn't, it doesn't look tough. It looks more of like a... It kind of sets the tone. It sets the, the picture of what the, really the album kind of feels like. In, in a sense... And I feel like Bobby Tarantino 3, it's like madness and shit, but really not a lot of madness is created in Bobby Tarantino 3. It's not even a great album, but still in the offseason, I think looks tough as fuck too. But uh, you know what? This is actually hard to to pick, but you know what? I'm just going to have to make up a decision. Fuck it. Um, I guess I'm just going to say Bobby Bobby Tarantino 3, because honestly, that's probably the only thing that Logic is going to win. Um, this entire year uh, for 2021. So, you know what? Let's give Logic and Bobby Tarantino 3 for best album cover. And for worst album cover, it's easily between CLB and Expensive Pain and Migos' Culture 3. And obviously, CLB wins worst album cover. Now, I don't have a lot of worst category, you know, uh, categories on this list, but there are a couple. And worst album cover kind of had to be one of them. CLB wins it. Don't worry, Drake will probably win another, uh, win another category. So we'll have to wait and see. Best feature. I already did this um a couple episodes back, but basically my best feature, in my opinion, was Andre 3000 on Life of the Party. So that will take home the award for best feature. Eight Andre three strikes take it for best music video. Wow, this is actually a really tough category because honestly, for music videos, I really do enjoy majority music videos that come out this year. I mean, one of my favorites is definitely Family Ties. I really did like the Bad Boy music video, the Lyrical Lemonade. It was definitely one of my favorite Lyrical Lemonade music videos this year, and it came out early this year. I think that was the first one that came out in 2021. The Lumberjack, I felt was a bit short, but it was still really good, and the quality was very different. Um, lay with you, lay with y'all was also up there. I I don't think I put it on the list, but I I found out about it like, or I thought about it and I just forgot that I didn't even add it on the damn list. But it was actually one of them that I did enjoy. The song maybe wasn't my favorite off the album, but shit, definitely. Their buzz cut also had a great music video, and I completely forgot about that, which was stupid. I forgot buzz cut there, but that's also a great music video. But. The Family Ties music video, there's something about it, man. There's something about that music video, bro. But then again, you know, as some of the music videos that I kind of put out for in my last episode and a couple episodes before for best music videos, I mean, I put uh, Amari, Sky, uh, Best uh, best Friend, Good For You, like Wild Side, Industry Baby. Industry Baby's also up there for best music video. Uh, take my breath. Like, there's a lot of good ones. Kiss me more. There's a lot of good music videos this year. But I think what um the three that I'm gonna narrow it down to, I'm gonna give it to Family Ties, which as the final three. I'm gonna give it to Industry Baby, and I'm gonna give it to Good for You. So one of those three is gonna win it. Family Ties, Good for You, or Industry Baby. Oh man, this is actually really tough. You know what? I'll say. Hmm. Um, you know what? Fuck it. I'm gonna just say Family Ties, man. That music video was crazy. The visuals, the even like the 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 dancing and stuff was kind of interesting. The the I don't know, man. I just really loved the song, and I think 
the energy in the fifth of the music video fits very well. So honestly, I might just say Family Ties for best music video. Again, this could really go to a lot of other ones. And if you put, you know, Industry Baby, you know, Good For You. Like, there's so many music videos that could take up for best music video. But I think Family Ties, since it's one of my favorite songs of the entire year, and it's gonna definitely be still one of my favorite songs entering into 2022. And it will be a hard song to overtake um, for, for this, uh, for the next year upcoming. But, goddamn, you know, I just think that the music video really fits it all. And shit, I, I rewatch the music video damn near all the time. So, that also applies to that. Uh, for worst music video, I, I have to put Knife Talk. Like, it was a banger. I love Knife Talk, one of my favorites on CLB. But the music video uh, was kind of weird. Like, it was, like, I don't know. It was kind of... Like, it was trying to be menacing, but it didn't come off as menacing. Like, it, it it was supposed to drop on Halloween, dropped a little late after Halloween, but still, I don't know. I don't know. I guess Knife Talk just didn't have the best visuals, and it just felt weird and uncomfortable, but not, like, in a in a good way. It just, I don't know, just was a failure, basically, pretty much. So, yeah, that's, the, that's that for worst music video. For best freestyle, um... Some of the nominees that I got, I got J. Cole on the LA Leakers freestyle. I got Tory Lanez and Corday on Aiden Ross. Believe it or not, he's somehow in here. Um, and also Russ on the LA Leakers freestyle. But honestly, I got to give it to J. Cole on the LA Leakers freestyle. That man spazzed on the Still Trapping Mike Jones beat and the um, the 93 to Infinity beat. From his older, uh, from his mixtape, um, the warm up. It was a crazy, uh, <coughs> excuse me. It was a crazy freestyle, blending in both styles of, of rap with more like his uh, lyrics and it, I don't know. Maybe it was maybe maybe it. I felt like the first part of the freestyle was definitely a freestyle, and then maybe the second part could have been maybe like written, but still was delivered in a very good way. So I guess. I'll put that there, but yeah, you know what? Best freestyle, definitely got to go to J. Cole for the LA Leakers. For best jazz rap album, it's definitely, sometimes I might be introvert by Lil Sims, so that's definitely that. There's no nominees or anything. That was just a clear winner for that. Uh, best pop rap album, definitely Montero by Lil Nas X. I could also put uh, Planet Her by Doja Cat, cause, but technically it's not really just a pop rap. You know what? I was thinking about Planet Her when I put this, but I'd, I don't know. I think Planet Her has an, enough elements of rap for it to really be considered, you know. But, that, but then again, like, literally, it's a pop R&B and hip-hop album, so... You know what, fuck it. I'm just going to say Planet Her wins best pop rap album. I think this is definitely one of my favorite records of the year. But now that I think about it, Montero is definitely still another great record that I have in my top 30. But Planet Her was damn near making it to my top five of the year. Even though it did not make my top five, shit, that's def that got to be the best uh, pop rap album of the year for me. So personally, Doja Cat... Takes the spot. Sorry, uh, Lil Nas X is probably another category you'll take home, but Goddamn Planet Her was a great album. I really enjoyed it. For best trap album, I gotta give it to uh, Maxo Cream, believe it or not. Weight of the World. 
I did not expect this to be given for best trap album. This year for trap music was not amazing. But this album, Way to the World by Max or Cream, was actually really fucking good. And I really enjoyed this project a lot. So, yeah, um, big, big fan of this project. Definitely the production was a huge standout and the features were great. So, for sure, Way to the World was, was a great album. Most disappointing album. I definitely got to give it to Live Life Fast by Roddy Rich. Just Jesus Christ, the the... the the whole disappointment with the whole album was just all over the place. It just bothered me so much. I was just pissed off about it. Just pissed off about it. Hopefully, he can pick up, uh, you know, something different in his next album. But holy shit, this album just was not it. For best non-rap album, I got Sour by Olivia Rodrigo. This was my favorite non-rap album of the year. And I did not, again, expect this to be... My favorite non-rap album. Um, this was easily one of my most like listened to albums of the entire year. Um, just a great album in general. Uh, and shit, the Grammys, man. They better watch out next month because uh, they're going to be taking home and giving away a bunch of fucking Grammys to Olivia. And to Billy and to obviously a lot of other artists. But mostly Olivia and... Uh, um, and, Do and Doja, for sure. I mean, she has eight nominations. So Doja, Billy, and Olivia are going to be taking plenty of Grammys uh, in a couple of weeks from now. But yeah, Sour, I have as best non-rap album. For worst album of the year, I got Vision Land by YBN. I mean, I already said this on my uh, worst albums and disappointing albums uh, of 2021 episode a couple days ago. So yeah, uh that's that's that right there um for best mixtape this was actually really tough for best mixtape um i honestly don't know i was thinking which one was was really going to be the best mixtape but i kind of just took it off that was one of the categories that i put initially but i really didn't hear a lot of mixtapes this year so I guess the I'm going to have to put probably a mixtape that... You know what? I'll just go back to it. I'll just go back to it. Let me move on to the next categories because I guess that just fits better. Anyways, for next category, I got best melodic song of the year. For best melodic song, so some of the categories are Moon by Kanye West, Late at Night, Pipe Down, Call on My Phone and What's Your Name. For me, best melodic song has to be What's Your Name. Holy shit, what a great song. The production was great. The sample was amazing. Um, best melodic song, definitely, for me. Uh, just the, the melody of it, like, the whole production of it. Just Tyler Creator dropping a masterpiece of an album this year. And also, we'll get to that in a minute. Just was a great start. Uh, one of the first songs on the album just popped off the mood of the project. It just was a an it was just an amazing feel listening to the song. And also Young Boy like surprising the whole fucking world with a with a great feature on this on this song. So yeah. For best duo slash group, we got Baby Keem Kendrick Lamar. We got Boldy James and the Alchemist. We got Nas and Hit Boy and obviously Lil Baby and Dirk. So between those four, I gotta give it to either between Baby Keem and Kendrick Lamar or Lil Baby and Lil Durk, but I could also give it to Nas and Hit Boy. Nas and Hit Boy dropped two albums 
Nas dropped an album a week ago called Magic, and it's actually a really fucking good album. Uh, I wouldn't say it was better than than King's Disease 2, but it was still a top-tier album worthy for next year, 2022. And holy shit, I mean, the production on, on, on King's Disease 2 was definitely one of my favorite of the year. And once again... This could also be another big year for Nas next year after this Magic album he dropped. It looks like he's not stopping anytime soon. And this man is about to turn 50 in like a couple of years. So yeah, yeah. This man's not stopping anytime soon. And Lil Baby, Lil Dirk, they obviously dropped Voice of the Hero Project this year. So honestly, they can also take this award. And Baby Keem and Kendrick Lamar, obviously, uh, collaborations on Family Ties, Vent, and on Range Brothers. I do like Baby Keem and Kendrick Lamar as a duo, and I do think when they collab more in the future, they would really be an established duo in hip-hop. But it was really just family ties that made them instantly a great duo, which is not a bad thing at all because, goddamn, they need to collaborate more. And hopefully Baby Keem is on the next Kanye, not, not next Kanye, what the fuck am I talking about? Next Kendrick project. I would really be looking forward to that. So, yeah. But I'm going to have to give it to Lil Baby and Lil Durk. I think this year they ran hip-hop. They were two of the biggest rappers in the whole fucking world the whole year. So, you know, and they dropped a really good mixtape. No, not a mixtape. They dropped a really good album, a collaborative album. And they took over hip-hop, man. They they took over the spot. I mean, basically, Gunna was left in the dust and Lil Durk took over. Because 2018, remember, it was Lil Baby and Gunna. And 2021, it's Lil Baby and, and Lil Dirk. So, yeah. But this year, they definitely both dominated. So, I got to give it for best duo and best group. For best comeback of 2021, we got Kanye West. We got Isaiah Rashad. We got Lil Wayne. And we got Lil Dirk. Lil Dirk, who has been a relatively you know popular rapper for the past couple years... But he hasn't been a mainstream rapper, per se, like Lil Baby or or Gunna or a bunch of the rappers that he was with in the XX, uh, XXL freshman class in, like, 2014 and 15. Um, and it took him a while to kind of blow up. I mean, he was in the freshman list in 2014, but it kind of felt like he was only getting bigger as of, like, two, three years ago. And since, like, 2019, that's when he really popped off. 2020 and obviously 2021 was a massive year for Dirk. But um, that's why I have to put him here because he's just been getting bigger and bitter, bigger and almost in his late 30s or late 30s, late 20s. Um, he's, you know, still been producing one of the best songs, uh, you know, and been working with one of the best rappers in the, in the whole world now. So, yeah, Lil Wayne, the man hasn't dropped an album this year. Surprisingly, he didn't drop a single project this year, which Lil Wayne has not done that in years because the man always drops at least a studio album, a mixtape, or something for the fans every year. But that didn't matter because the man was on a fucking mission going on a feature tour. And that feature tour was priceless. That motherfucker went off on every single feature this year. He didn't have to drop an album. He was satisfied with making all the money that he's getting from features this year. God fucking damn, Lil Wayne did his thing here. Uh, Isaiah Rashad, obviously, after fucking five years since dropping an album, obviously, you're expected to, you know, make a comeback, obviously, after five years after dropping uh, The Sun's Tirade in 2016, and then, you know, The House is Burning in 2021, which happened to be a great album, top 11 
in the year for me personally. Got to give it easily for comeback of the year. And then for Kanye West, which I'm going to have to say Kanye West will probably take care of this award because Kanye West last year, pretty quiet, obviously, still working on Donda. Uh, you know, had a couple of features, a couple of singles, nah, 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 but wasn't a huge year for Kanye. 2019, Jesus is King. He was okay, right? You know, the album wasn't terrible, but didn't really have the best year either. 2018 was de- was a good year for Kanye. I mean, he dropped multiple studio albums. Kid Cudi, um, Yay, and he also did production on Nas's album, on T- Tiana Taylor's album, and on Pusha T's album. So, you know, did a lot. But in 2021, I felt like was the biggest year in Kanye West's career since maybe like 20, like... Maybe like since like 2016, maybe like since like 2013. Like it's been a while since Kanye has had a great fucking year in rap. But I mean, Kanye's, you know, Kanye's been a legend for the past many years from now. So like him having a comeback kind of feels weird. So I, you know what? I'm going to have to give it to Isaiah Rashad because five years and then finally drop an album that is still worthy enough to be in anyone's top five, top ten. And even if it's not, like, still, a, he dropped a great album this year. I got to give it to Isaiah Rashad. I mean, how are you not going to drop an album for five years and still drop a quality album, you know, eventually after those five years going through shit? You know, that's, that's the definition of a comeback. Like, you basically, from 2017 to 2020, pretty much gave us no music at all. And he was just living his own life. And, you know, his fans were just dying of thirst pretty much just like how Kendrick fans are expecting this like Kendrick is gonna have the biggest comeback next year if he drops because the man hasn't dropped the studio album since fucking 2017 so again you know what I'm saying so I have to give it to Isaiah Rashad there for best album title um I got La Machina we're all on in this together I do like that title a lot uh call me if you get last or sometimes I might be introvert Personally, sometimes I might be introvert is probably like the most relatable line here for me, I guess. La Machina is cool because it's, you know, it's Spanish. It sounds sounds cool, you know, even if you don't understand what it is, the machine, whatever. Um, we're all alone in this together. It fits very well. It's a double entendre, you know. It, it clicks. Um, and Call Me If You Got Lost was one of the best ones, too. I enjoyed that title. But I'm actually going to have to say probably mm, we're all alone in this together. I like it. It fits very well. It fits very well. It's like it's like the Yay album cover where it says, I, lo- I hate being bipolar. It's awesome. Like it like those little things. Like it, it's like funny, you know, like, ah, I get it. I, ah, I get it. I, I get what I mean. Like it's a bar on its own. When the title of the album is like a bar or like a line that could be a bar in a song, that automatically got to mean something, you know? Like, I got to put that somewhere. So, yeah, best album title got to be We're All Alone In This Together. For best remix, we got Vice Lord Poetry by Freddie Gibbs, Heaven's EP, J. Cole, Wakisha Remix, Moneybag Yo, and then Lemon Pepper Freestyle by Montana 300. And then also R.I.P. Young by Isaiah Rashad and Juicy J and Patrick Pat. Personally, I got to give it to J. Cole on uh, Heaven's EP by uh, by Cole. Obviously, that was a remake of uh, Pipe Down from CLB from Drake. 
Um, and he dropped this, I believe, like two days before the first concert of the tour, which obviously was the concert that I went to this year. Um, and then, of course, dropping this EP, and then like two days later performing with Drake. Um, and Drake even talking about it when he performed after. <clears throat> it was a great, you know, great moment. And it was a great remix. I did enjoy it. He had his own music video and everything. So definitely, definitely very, very enjoyable. For the best intro track, um, I got Champagne Poetry by Drake, Are You With That by Vince Staples, Introvert, Lil Sims, uh, 95 South by J. Cole, and The Dark Side by Isaiah Rashad. This is really tough. This is honestly between Introvert, 95 South, or Champagne Poetry. Like Those three songs really started off the album very good. I love Champagne Poetry, but I have to give it probably to either 95 South or Introvert, 95 Shouts just hits hard from the jump. But Introvert's probably one of the best songs this entire year. So, you know what? I'm going to give it to Introvert from Lil Sims. Like, it, like she has been... Like, she's an amazing artist, man. She's, she's an amazing artist. And the way she started off the sound just felt super, like, unique. It just, you know... Gave you, it kind of gave me goosebumps. I'm not even gonna lie, a little bit. Best collaboration of 2021. So I got Seeing Green from Nicki Minaj, Lil Wayne, Drake, Off the Grid by Kanye West, obviously Fabio Foreign, and Playboy Cardi. My Life, J. Cole, 21 Savage, Murray, and then Family Ties with Baby Keem, Kendrick Lamar. Best collaboration. This is really tough. I love Seeing Green. Nikki, Drake, to Lil Wayne. Like, this is a collab I've wanted to see in a long time. I've been waiting for this. Uh, My Life, J. Cole, 21 Savage, Murray clicked very well. Off the Grid with Kanye and unexpectedly fucking Playboy Cardi and 504 and butchered this shit. I mean, fucking murdered this? Yeah, for sure. And then Family Ties with Baby Keem and Kendrick. Yeah, man. I, you know what? I'm going to have to give it to Off the Grid, bro. That... The like just the unexpectation, or is that even a word? The unexpectation of the song. Like pretty much just what I thought the song was gonna be like a hard song with Playboy Cardi. But I didn't. Th I thought Five Year Four was gonna be alright. Like I didn't. I didn't give him praise for having a best feature of the year. I wasn't gonna give him praise for, you know, appearance on 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 um on this album. Like this. This was a feature. That he pretty much did his godlike material and just went off. This man really went into his full bag and did his thing. Holy shit. Like, you know, man bodied it. Bodied it. So, yeah. Gotta give it to Off The Grid. For best rollout, it's between Donda, The Offseason, CLB, Call Me If You Get Lost, or The Melodic Blue. Donda. I mean, it gotta be Donda. Like, Donda just, just, uh... You know, the listening parties, like, the listening parties, the leaks, the Drake beef, the whole, is it going to come out? Is it going to be another scrap Kanye West? Um, just everything, the madness and everything, but it built more hype and it became one of the best albums of 2021 still. Best line. We got Kendrick Lamar on Family Ties uh, uh, when he says, um, when he said, Smoking on top fives, motherfucker, fuck that album, fuck that single, burn that hard drive, burn that shit. Ain't nobody safe when I'm coming up, when I come up killing everybody that's outside. 
I mean, you know, and I'll obviously continue saying, uh, you know, uh, what do you say? Yeah, Kanye changes life, but me, I'm still an old school Gemini, little bitch. Let me jump in this bitch. Let me jump in this bitch. Two phones and one in this bitch. Also, 95 South, J. Cole, obviously, could put an M right on your head. You Luigi, brother, now. Fucking classic. Uh, Bash Money, Lil Wayne, he said, I can make your Kim, Courtney, Chloe do the dash for me. Young Money, Cash Money, a blast for me. God fucking damn. God fucking damn. Probably gotta give it to Family Ties and Ken. And you know what? Fuck it. No, I'm gonna give it to 95 South. 95 South. Couldn't put an M right on your head, you Luigi brother. Now. When I was at the concert, I yelled this lyric so fucking. I was like, Good pulling in well on your head. You Luigi brother now. I was yelling. I said I said that shit with passion. So you know what? I gotta give it to 95 South. I gotta give it to 95 South. That's the best line. The whole year, I guess. You know, fuck it. Yeah, it's just up there for sure. Next, for best lyricist, Nas, Boldy J. Nas. It's Nas. Lil Wayne is probably a close second, but come on. It's Nas. The man dropped a great album this year, and you think when he drops a good album, no one's beating this man? Of course not. It's Nas. Come on. Next, for best producer, I got The Alchemist, Hit Boy, Mike Dean, and the Tyler Creator. Tyler Creator was a great producer this year, and honestly, he killed it. The Alchemist as well. Oh, man. You know what? I have to give it to Tyler the Creator because he created this masterpiece. He, he produced it, and he rapped and sang with this shit. You know, he produced this album himself. You know, he created the atmosphere for this album, not other people. And even though... The Alchemist, Hit Boy, created the, 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 the production side and created the atmosphere for pretty much their album themselves. I mean, Hit Boy on King's Disease, The Alchemist on multiple projects, on the Boldy James album, for example, you know, like, and, and on the Pray for Haiti project, like, those really put on The Alchemist's, you know, part of production and made it better. But holy shit, Tyler created to make a good album with his rapping, with his singing, and then on top of that, making it, like, basically his own fucking what version of Kanye West. And, you know, even though I didn't put Kanye's best producer, because then again, like, obviously we know Kanye's an amazing producer and he's top tier of all time, but, like, I want to give other people a chance. Cause I didn't want to just give it to a bunch of Kanye. Yeah, I wanted to keep it even. And Tyler Creator did make the best album, in my opinion, of 2021. So, you know... The production and the production is a huge part of it, so I have to, you know, give it to Tyler the Creator at this point. So yeah, Tyler the Creator, you get best producer of the year. For best beat, this is fucking difficult. But for best beat, I was able to put 95 South, Introvert, Hot Wind Blows, Heaven or Hell, and Kanye West. Uh believe what I say. There's so many fucking good beats. From this year. Shoot My Shot was another fucking amazing beat. Let me go back to some of the beats that I put on my initial list. Because there's so many fucking good. What's your name? I mean, like, Off the Grid, obviously. Uh, God Might Judge. Headshots. Holy fuck. I came right there. Family Ties, the first part, was amazing. Damn, man, it's hard. 200 Pies. <sighs> Damn. It's a really... Really tough decision. You know what, man? For me personally, 200 pies. 200 pies. Um, TSU was good, but I don't know. Family Ties. 
Industry was a really good beat too as well. I'm not gonna lie. Hot Wind Blows was an amazing beat as well. Headshots, I man. Headshots was so fucking good, man. By Isaiah, not headshots with TJ and Polo and Fabio. I'm talking about with the one with Isaiah Rashad. God damn. Call me by surprise in my brand new way. Oh my fucking god. What's your name was amazing too. Best Big Boss Rabbit was great by Freddie Gibbs. That was, that's hard, man. That's hard, bro. You know what, man? I'll have to give it to somebody that probably won't win anything this year, even though, like, I'm going to get, I already gave uh, something for Isaiah Rashad. I gave something for Kanye. I gave something to Tyler. I gave something for, um, for Keem and Kendrick. I'll have to give it to Conway the Machine 200 Pies. Look, this this one is actually one of the most difficult ones, and this one is easily like very, very like interchangeable. Like this beat that could change very frequently. So, I'm gonna give it to Two Hundred Pies, but again, man, that's like damn near impossible. But I had to pick one. I have to pick one. So you know what? I'll just pick Two Hundred Pies because the beat there is just fucking fabulous. Best hit song. We got Industry Baby, Way Too Sexy, My Life, Hurricane, Mr. Rage, and obviously Wants and Needs. Definitely not Way Too Sexy, even though I just kind of put it there because it was a massive song. Mr. Rage was good, but not now. Not in this category. Hurricane, no. So it's between Industry Baby, My Life, or Wants and Needs. Wants and Needs was a fucking amazing song. I love that song. By Drake and Lil Baby. And I heard this song so many times in 2021. The better song is my life. Lyrically and everything. But damn, I really do love Wants and Needs. You know what? I'm going to give it to my life. I'm going to give it to my life. Best hit song of the year. God fucking damn. My life was fantastic. Still one of my favorite songs of the year. And obviously getting to, you know... Seeing this shit live was also a blessing in disguise as well. For best interview, I got to give it to Kanye West on the Drink Champs um, interview. That interview was fucking three hours long. But I didn't care because it was fucking worth it. It was such an entertaining episode. I started watching Drink Champs, some, some of the interviews. I mean, I even saw them fucking interview French Montana, even though I didn't see all of it. Because again, I'm not going to waste like... Fucking three hours to watch French Montana speak when I can't even listen to five minutes worth of his music. But yeah, I also saw the one with uh, Big Sean where he was obviously like, you know, talking about, uh, you know, talking about Kanye being signed to good music. All the shit, you know, it was it's a long episode. They go in depth. They ask, they ask a lot of de- uh, personal questions, but they also go further in depth with like shit that's been going on with them recently. And like, you know, and even though it's really just... Just a regular ass conversation. It feels natural. It doesn't feel like it's too like pressed or anything. Or they're trying to get something out of the artist. Like they just feel like they're just they're just drinking and having fun. Like they're just hanging out and they're just talking. You know, they don't feel too different from that. And from the Kanye West, we also got a lot of like good good content from Kanye. And a lot of good moments. A lot of good you know clips of him. You know, being funny. Oh, Big Sean, one of the worst decisions he's ever made in his life. Signing him. Or, you know, telling the world he's technically still not divorced with Kim Kardashian. Or um, that he almost got uh, fucking shot in Belgium because he got pulled over. Like, you know, a bunch of shit. His haircut. 
Um, Soldier Boy, why did he remove him off of uh, remote control? Like, there's so many little things on the episode, on the podcast interview that was just talked about. If you want to watch it, just go watch it. Just Drink Champs, Kanye West interview. You'll find it there. Or I think the channel is called Revolt TV, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. Let me just double check so I'm not giving you all, like, wrong information. Uh, Yeah, Revolt. Revolt is a channel, so there it is. And the Big Sean one was a great one, too, but Kanye West, that's the one that took over. Best movie. Um, We're still not done with the music ones, but let me just go over the ones that I have less on the second page, and I go back to the first page. For best movie. I got to give it to Spider-Man, man. I saw Spider-Man literally like this week, Monday. It hasn't even been a fucking week since I saw the movie. But holy shit, Spider-Man was such a fucking good movie. It was it was such a fucking good movie. But honestly, I haven't really watched a lot of movies this year cuz I haven't been to the movies that much this year. So, yeah, this year I did f- watch a lot of movies that were like, you know, you know, not in 2021. Either movies that I didn't watch last year or movies that I just never watched that were old as fuck um, during the summer. But I didn't really watch a lot of movies from this year. I mean, I saw, you know, like Space Jam 2 and like, what and obviously Spider-Man. Like, what movies did I really see this year that were like big this year? Like, the Mission Impossible one? No, that didn't come out this year. No, never mind. Uh, Encanto. I did like Encanto from the Disney Plus. I did like that one. Venom was booty cheeks. Um, there was the Red Notice movie that was on Netflix with the Dwayne Johnson with the Rock and Gal Gadot and uh, Ryan Ryan Tannehill Ryan uh, Reynolds fucking movie was dog shit. No Time to Die was all right. Uh, Dune I haven't watched Dune yet, so yeah. Um, the Heart of They Fall it was actually not a bad movie. Um, I still have to see Don't Look Up. Uh, I've been hearing it's it's a pretty good movie, so I definitely got to still watch Don't Look Up. Maybe I could watch it. The Matrix, I've heard people did not like The Matrix, so yeah, I probably won't have probably won't watch that one. But there hasn't been a lot of movies that I've watched this. Sh- oh, He's All That, even though it was not really that much of a, that was it was it wasn't a good movie. Let's be honest, it was a very mid, very mid movie, very very mid movie. But I don't think it was the worst movie of the year. So yeah, best movie of the year gotta go to um Spider-Man No Way Home. For worst movie. Damn, that's kinda tough. I mean it could definitely go to fucking it, it it honestly can go for he's all that. Or the Venom movie. God damn, the Venom movie was not good at all. Shit, the Venom movie was booty cheeks, bro. I did not like it at all. God fucking damn. Uh Huh. You know what? I guess I guess I'll put uh I guess I'll put that, you know? I mean, what 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 else would I put? Again, I haven't really watched that many movies from this year, so I guess the Venom movie? Shit, you know, what? fuck it. I'll just put the Venom movie. I'll just put the Venom movie um as the worst movie. Let There Be Carnage was the worst movie of the year. So, yeah. Very excited for what Marvel and uh, DC come. Oh, you know what I'm thinking? For tomorrow's episode, when I do anticipated albums of 2022, I can also do anticipated movies for 2022. I guess I should do that too. 
Yeah. You know what? I have to start talking more about TVs and uh, and movies on this podcast. I don't know why I don't really put that much uh, into it in the podcast. I keep it more about sports and music, but shit, put some... Put some film, you know, put some TV shows, put some movie content on this podcast. I mean, it's called the Versatility Podcast, right? So why not put other shit, you know? I do watch TV. I do watch movies. I mean, not a lot from this year, but that don't mean I'm not watching any, you know? I'm still watching, you know, a bunch of shows that I need to catch up on. So, yeah, and some movies I still got to watch, Um the new Cobra Kai season four came out today. I'm definitely watching that starting tomorrow. Starting off 2022, right? Watching Cobra Kai. I'm excited for season four. I love seasons one to three. So, shit, you know what, nigga? I'm, I'm, you know, I'll have to bring that on the podcast more. So, if you guys want me to talk about movies and TV shows and all that shit, I got to talk about it a little bit more. Because I just barely don't talk about that. But anyways, I'm getting off topic. Best movie, Spider-Man No Way Home. Worst movie, Let There Be Carnage. Best TV show of the year. Wow. This was uh This was kind of tough cuz I mean, honestly, a couple of the best shows that I've watched this year for sure. Um I definitely did like Loki. I did like Loki. I just finished Hawkeye a couple days ago, literally yesterday. I did like Hawkeye. Um but I don't know if it was the best TV show for me personally this year. Uh, Only Murders in the Building with uh, Chris Marr and Selena Gomez. That was a really good show. I really fuck with that show a lot. But is it the best show of the year? I don't know. It's up there. Uh, there was one with Swagger with Ice Cube's uh, son, O'Shea Jackson. Uh, that's uh, in, it was it was a decent show. It's on Apple TV. Um, it wasn't best show of the year, but it it was okay. WandaVision was great, even though in the beginning I wasn't a big fan of. Uh, the Bad Batch, I haven't seen it yet, so I have to, you know. Invincible, oh, Invincible was a great anime. That was a great show. Invincible was a great anime. Got not an anime. What the fuck am I? Animated show. That's what I meant to say. That was a great show. What if was, uh, was decent. It was okay. Uh oh, Squid Game, obviously. Holy shit, Squid Game. Wow, what a, what a big, what a big show that was took over 2021 yeah for sure squid game is up there am i just gonna have to be generic and say squid game was the best show of 2021 like it really it really was man like and again i watched the show because of the hype i'm gonna be honest with y'all i did not watch the show because i was literally just interested by what the concept of the the tv show was you know it was just people were talking about like people squid game this the, the highest uh, the most, uh, most viewed TV, uh, Netflix TV show in the first, like, it was crazy, the hype Squid Game had when it came out in September, bro, no, everybody was talking about it, like, I couldn't escape it, I couldn't escape it at all, so, I, I was like, fuck it, you know what, I'm just gonna watch it, you know, like, let's see what all the hype is about, and shit, it really, it really was good. It really was good. It, I, I, I understood the hype about it. You know, I, un- I understood the hype about it. Definitely understood the hype about it. And yeah, man, definitely still one of the best shows of the year. You know, I'm just going to have to say it was the best show of the year. Because that show really pretty much is the biggest show of 2021. 
And it's probably the best show by the concept of the message and like what people will do willingly just to get money. Like it goes deeper than that pretty much. But that's really just the co-concept of it. Like, you know, these people who who want money, who are desperate to do anything for it. Shit, you know, sacrificing other people and letting other people's die and sacrificing themselves uh, just to just to get a little bit more dough in their pocket, even though, of course, not just a little bit of dough because they will literally become fucking billionaires with that money. But again, just still shows how people will do anything just to kind of get there, you know, in that wrong spot. So, you know what? I probably have to say you Squid Game season one was probably the best show. Of 2021. And I have to start with the show that started in 2021. Because I'm not going to put a show that started in, you know, years ago. And then the season came of the... I'm, I think Squid Game fits perfect for 2021. Because it's a new show from this year. And, you know, there was... This, the first season came out this year. This wasn't like season 5. And the first season wasn't 2016 or 17. Like, it gets confusing with TV shows. So, you know what? Squid Game, best TV show of 2021. That started in 2021. For worst TV show, that's actually kind of tough. Because um, I didn't really watch a lot of TV shows this year that I was like, yep, this is doubt. This is absolute dog shit. I mean, it could have been WandaVision if it was just like the first two episodes. But after that, it was it was good. <laughs> so, yeah, definitely not WandaVision. But, um Worst TV show? Damn. Um, this was... I guess... It, I, no, actually, that's kind of fucked up. The D'Amelio show? I watched, like, the first episode. Didn't finish it. <laughs> Did not finish the show. I was like, you know, I'm not about to watch this shit. But it's not fair, because I didn't even watch the whole show, so why am I even going to tune in and just... But I don't know. There wasn't been a lot of shows this year that I'll be like, it was bad. It was fucking horrible. A uh, big shot on uh, Disney Plus. It wasn't a bad show. It was all right. Like at best, it was all right. Um, the Young Rock show was actually not that bad. It was decent. Oh, Saved by the Bell. If okay, I'm gonna disrespect Saved by the Bell. If 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 I actually really watched the show, I probably would have hated it. But you know what? Even though if I haven't watched the show yet, I'm, you know I'm just gonna put something for worst show. I'm just gonna say Saved by the Bell reboot, I guess. And I know it's kind of stupid of me just putting it out there and just putting it because I haven't even watched it yet. But I guess not. The iCarly reboot was actually not bad. So I'm not going to put it as worst TV show. So fuck, you know, it, it could have been iCarly because, you know, reboots typically are just dog shit. But no, the iCarly one was not bad at all. So I definitely got to not put that there. Um, I'll just put the Saved by the Bell reboot, even though I haven't watched it. But that's the, but that's stupid. Why would I even do that? Then what if people actually watch the show, and they'll be like, "Oh, who this fucker thinks he is, giving the show of the worst TV show of the year when you haven't even watched it, dipshit." You know, I don't want to be that guy, but uh, I probably am not gonna like it, and I, I, and I just don't feel tempted to watch the show. So I guess that explains something. Uh, wait, there's a Chucky show on Hulu. What the fuck? What the hell is this? That's an actual... There's a show on Hulu about fucking Chucky. It's not a movie. It's a, it's a fucking show. Wait, hold on. Let me look this up real quick. What the fuck? 
Okay, then maybe this this actually might not be fucking good. Holy, holy shit. All right, I'll just say Chucky. <laughs> I'll just say Chucky was the worst TV show of uh, 2021. Not even the... No, I'll, fuck, I'll just say Chucky. Just why not? I'll just say Chucky. I don't even care. I don't even care. I'm not even going to watch it, but still, I, I ain't going to care. All right, but that's it for the... Uh, Let's get back to the to the music once shit. I still have some a couple categories left. For rap MVP, I got Kanye West, man. Kanye West for best rap MVP. That man had a great year this year with the rollout with the album. You know, this year was just his year. His performances, I mean the 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 Drake, uh, the the free Larry Hoover concert, the rollout, the album, the listening parties, the whole experience he had this year. And the performances as well, like he just the Sunday services even, like he's done so much this year, and he's also poor. He's also performing tonight for New Year's Eve with Future in Miami, and I'm definitely obviously not gonna be there, but you know, definitely gonna enjoy it. Definitely gonna enjoy it. Um, maybe they live stream it. I don't know. Maybe I could watch it live somewhere. So you know, I guess I could watch something in my room while, you know, 2021 ends and 2022 begins, but. Yeah, MVP for rap definitely got to goes to um Kanye West. For best album outro, I'll probably have to give it to Safari by um Safari by Tyler the Creator. Great project, great outro. Now, for best album of the year, we got to give it to Call Me If You Get Lost. By by Tyler the Creator, like I already said, um, I had that for album of the year, um, for rap and for you know the whole year. So best album goes to Call Me If You Get Lost. Best song, I'll have to probably give it to Off the Grid or Family Ties. I'm gonna have to say Off the Grid, man. You know what? Off the Grid was a magical song. It was a great song. There's been so many good songs in 2021. But Off the Grid is one that you just will not forget. Like that's not that I'm never gonna forget that. I mean, that, I'm definitely not gonna forget it, even if I wasn't like, you know, if I did enjoy this album as much. Um, if this album wasn't amazing, this song still was great and be amazing, and this is still one of the best songs on Donda, and one of the best songs in the year period. So I gotta give it to to Off the Grid, man. And worst song of the year, Gotta Be So Trained by YBN Namir. I mean, just a catastrophe um, of a year for YBN Namir. Yeah, not good for this motherfucker. Anyways, for funniest moments of 2021, this is actually kind of tough because, I mean, there's been a multiple funny moments. But, I mean, some of them I could think of. On the top of my head, honestly, Aiden Ross, like from April, May, when he was getting, you know, <coughs> uh, when he was acting sus in front of rappers like Lil Yachty and like, uh, and, um, and Blueface and DDG and obviously with Polo G, like that was funny at some point, you know, but then again, it kind of just doesn't age very well. Cause like, it, it's funny at the moment, but then Aiden just kind of continues to do it for a little while like months later and then it just kind of gets old i still fuck with aiden i still watch his streams there and there but you know the kind of thing kind of faded away 
But at the time, it was hilarious, you know? And oh, oh and Sheck West, I did see the, the 420 stream when it was just, you know, smoking, having having a good time, celebrating 420. And he was just acting sus, twerking, and just saying gay-ass shit. You know, but it, it was a vibe, and it, it felt relatable, because that's pretty much what me and my friends do when we're just weird as fuck. We just, <clears throat> just talk about the dumbest shit and just act weird and moan and... Just we're just very immature, which which is very immature. Um, so that's one. I mean, Tyler the Creator, did he have a lot of funny moments this year? Not really. I mean, he's he's a funny guy, obviously, but did he have like a funny moment this year specifically? I don't know. <coughs> not not really this year. He hasn't really having like any interviews or any like moments that I was like, fuck it, this is the funniest shit I've seen all year. You know. Maybe old time, like maybe from uh from a couple years ago, like the like someone with ASAP were funny as fuck, but like this year I don't think so. Oh, when uh when DJ Academics was reacting to CLB and he was saying my top five Drake 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 and then he falls asleep while he's listening to fucking fans, that was funny. <laughs> that was funny. Uh, an average Drake dick writer, and he falls asleep on fucking fans. He was he was sleeping on the album. Literally. So, uh, that was funny, I guess. Uh, also, uh, Kenny Beach was on a, on a live stream with uh, Freddie Gibbs. Freddie Gibbs has to be one of the most funniest motherfuckers on planet Earth, I swear to God. That dude, bro. Man, if he got Instagram back and he... Bro, I remember his fucking stories where he'd just be posting random shit like memes and like these, like these quotes or whatever. Like, just random shit. And... and it, <laughs> And his, and, and just his responses, like, like the, he just when you go to Instagram on Freddie Gibbs, like you just you just see his fucking replies. What are his replies? Fucking types of bitches in my DMs. Let me see. Uh, fucking uh, <laughs> what does this say? Uh, fuck you. Uh, the fuck. The fuck with the D apostrophe. Fuck. That's fucking. Uh, funny as hell. Like, he always be saying the the dumbest shit. Always be, like, repeating the same shit. What in the shit? Fuck. Fuck this shit. Like, he should be saying the dumbest. Dumbest shit. Just dumbest shit. But he also gets banned, obviously. On Instagram. So, yeah, that's, uh. That's, that's that. He just, he just can't get, uh. Damn, bitch. Oh, yeah, damn, bitch. This fat nigga. This bitch, bitch, I would never, <laughs> bitch, I would never. That's another one that was fucking funny. Bitch, I would never. It's a bitch though. The fuck, the fuck, <laughs> the fuck, the fuck. Shit, um, couldn't be me or some shit. The fuck, bitch, the fuck, bitch, I could never. <laughs> bitch, you would never. That asshole, nigga. Damn, nigga. like just. It's just funny. You just you just go on it's whatever, bro. It's just funny. Go on YouTube, experience it yourself, because me describing it kind of makes it less funny. But you know that's the point. Thank you. So funniest moment, I guess, probably multiple. Freddie Gibbs, Drake's, uh, CLB shit. Um, Aiden, you know I'm just gonna have to put Aiden Ross, I guess. Aiden Ross. Even though he's not a rapper or anything, still, 
had a lot of funny moments with uh, with rappers this year. So I guess I'll put him there. For most, for the best beautiful song, I'll have to give it to probably "Life of the Party" by uh, obviously Kanye West and Andre Three Thousand. Um, great song, beautiful production. Obviously, one of the most beautiful songs ever. You can also put "Come to Life" and Twenty Four, but you know, "Life of the Party" is one of the best songs in general of the year for me. And then for best hook, man, best hook. Smoking out the window. Oh, oh, oh. I love that fucking. That's just so fucking catchy. Like it's it just aggravates it. But good for you. Well, good for you. Like there's so many. There's so many. But Jesus, th- those are probably the ones that hit me the most. Those are the ones that are like, yep, th- yep, I fuck with these the most. So let me go over the awards of twenty. 20- 21. For best album cover, Bobby Tarantino 3. For worst album cover, CLB Drake. Best music video, Family Ties. Best feature, Andre 3000, Life of the Party. Worst music video, Knife Talk. Best freestyle, J. Cole, Ellie Leakers. Best jazz rap album, Sometimes I Might Be Introvert, Lil Zims. Um, best pop rap album, Planet Her, Doja Cat. Best trap album, Weight of the World, Maxo Cream. Funniest Moments, Aiden Ross, Twitch Highlights, Tory Lanez, Blueface, DDG, Lil Yachty, all those fucking prime Aiden Ross, pretty much. Um, Best Album Intro, Introvert by Lil Sims. Best Album Outro, Safari, Tyler the Creator. Rap MVP, Kanye West. Most Disappointing Album, Live Life Fast. Best Non-Rap Album, Sour. Worst Album of the Year, Vision Land. Best album, Call Me If You Get Lost. Best song, Off The Grid. Or you can put uh, I Off The Grid or Life Of The Party, but I'll put Off The Grid. Worst song, Soul Train. Best melodic song, What's Your Name. Best duo group, Lil Baby and Lil Dirk. Best comeback, Isaiah Rashad. Best album title, We're All Alone In This Together. Uh, best remix, Heaven's EP, J. Cole. Best rollout, Donda, Kanye West. Best collaboration, Off The Grid, Donda. Best Line, 95 South, J. Cole. Best Lyricist, Nas. Best Producer, Tyler, the Creator. Best Beat, 200 Pies. Best Hit Song, My Life. Best Interview, uh, Kanye West, Drink Champs. Best Movie, Spider-Man, No Way Home. Best TV Show, Squid Game Season 1. Worst Movie, Venom, Let There Be Carnage. Worst TV Show, Chucky, despite me not even watching the damn movie or the, the show. Excuse me. Best beautiful song, made up as fucking category, but whatever. Life of the party, and then best hook, very interchangeable, but smoking out the windows definitely one of them. I could also put good for you, but yeah. And those were the second annual JC Versatility Podcast Awards of twenty twenty one. So there were definitely more categories. Then last year, I don't know exactly how many categories. Let me just count. 3, 6, 9, 12, 15, 18, 21, 24, uh, 26, 28, 30, 33, 36, 38. There was 38 categories. I could have made it to 40, but um, best, yeah, it was, yeah, it was pretty much 38 categories. I think I just took out two, but I just kept it to 38. 38 categories. I'll be doing those 38 categories again next year. 
next December 30th or December 31st um, in 2022 when I recap all of what happens next year. But that is it, guys. That is the last episode of 2021. Um, that was that was it. Um, this year has been a uh, tough year. I mean, I'm not going to say diff. I mean, it was definitely complicated for most things. Um, comparable to last year, it was great. I mean, this year, you know, for me, I got to travel. I went outside the country. <clears throat> I went to a concert, my first rap concert, and it was amazing. Um, and it was one of the best days of my life. Um, I went back to school and didn't have to deal with virtual school anymore. That dog, sh- that bullshit. Um, you know, there's there's a lot of those are like the biggest highlights of the year, personally for me. Um, obviously, you know, this year always are gonna have ups and downs. Like no one's gonna have a year where it's all it's all it's only gonna be all highs and it's all only gonna be all lows. Like there's always gonna be a balance in between each years. Some more than others, obviously. I think most years, like obviously last year, twenty twenty was a uh, was mostly brutal for everybody. But um, this year, I think it was a big step up for majority of people. Like for me, obviously, definitely was. Um, and of course, you know, there's always bullshit in the world that always tries to, you know, that that makes the world feel such such a impossible place to escape and like a harsh reality that we live in. Um, you know, especially obviously now with the COVID, th- like it feels like now with, with what's going on with the pandemic now, it just feels like it's kind of going back to what it was last year in March and April where we had to just be stuck at home and quarantine and not, you know, leave the house for literally almost any reason. Um, obviously that's different. You know, you can go out, you can go to places without a mask, but, um, I feel like at some point, the mask thing, that's definitely going to probably be back to like a mandatory thing. Like, you know, when you go to some stores, some stores don't require wearing a mask. You know, schools, it's a man, it's not a mandatory thing for my school and for most schools here, at least in Florida. I don't know about other states in the U.S. or in for other countries, but it's it's all it's all your opinion. It's all your decision. It's really nothing forced upon you. You know, you basically do whatever the fuck you want, right? Um, which, again, doesn't bring construct order, but at least gives freedom to, you know, people. But, again, that doesn't necessarily mean, like, we're going to have all this, you know, come through and, like... Yeah, it's, 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 it's definitely a lot to take in for next year because it's still pretty much going to be going on next year, but... You know, there's going to be always our big moments. Those are going to be our uh, low moments. But as long as we can prevail, keep moving forward and get past all that, you know, do that. And obviously, you know, next year will be almost my next year will be my two year anniversary of making this podcast. I mean, March 2020, late March 2020, early April 2020, like me making finding the app anchor and, you know, was like shit. I can record podcasts and record shit on here, and you know, talk about music and sports, all the shit that I like, you know, and create my own channel, pretty much, and just you know, put out the content I like to put out. You know, almost two years of doing that, almost two years of doing that, and uh, I'm super grateful for everything. Um, 
this year, next year. Oh, man, 2022 is going to be big. I don't want to be that guy or be corny or anything, but I will make it big. Um, next year is going to be different for me, for for my ch- uh, for you know the podcast. You know, obviously, I'm 18 years old. I'm got I'm about to graduate. Um, I'm a, I'm gonna start driving. Like, there's a, a lot of things in 2022 that are gonna happen. That I'm gonna go to college. Like, there's gonna be a lot of things that are gonna happen there. You know, the next phase of my life. You know, after high school. You know. It's it's the real it's the real world. It's reality, man. This could be like my actual job. You know, this could you know, I do this podcast as a hobby right now because, you know, it's just something that I'd like to do in the meantime, you know. This isn't like my number one thing right now, but it's still something my number one thing to do when I'm bored or when I'm not doing anything, which is, you know, pretty much has been this this entire winter break. But that don't mean that this is not going to just be something big at some point, you know? I think next year will be a huge step up. And I think the podcast will be a little bit more than just a hobby, you know? It won't be the number one thing, most important thing in my life, but it's definitely going to be very important. And I'm obviously not going to forget it. It's still going to be here. Um, I'm going to be uploading on TikTok, which is basically going to be... If you guys really listen to this podcast and like follow through almost every episode... But you guys want to see my face and you guys want to see more of a visual content towards my podcast. Because I understand you might want you might not want to listen to me for an hour. So you just maybe want to see like 10 minutes of me on TikTok or whatever, just uploading shit. And I want to do that. I want to create this, you know, full episode audio only. And then eventually the visuals will come through. But meanwhile... TikTok is probably the best way for me to like put out my content and support my my podcast. So you know what? I'm going to be doing that a lot, a lot in 2022. And I've been saying this for like the past couple for the past few months. But truly in 2022, I'm definitely going to be focusing TikTok and uploading pretty much as much as I've been doing it on the podcast and switching up the content and obviously more special guests like this year was a pretty bad year for special guests. I had a lot. I had a lot of special guests last year, but uh, but this year, no, not a lot. Not a lot this year. I kind of don't know why. I mean, I I haven't really asked for people, so I mean, you could blame me, you know, mostly because I haven't really been in contact with too much people, or I haven't asked them, haven't had the chance to ask them, or just never did ask them. So. So yeah, or we we felt like we were gonna make the podcast episode to make it happen or something happened and we just didn't do it. You know, excuses, whatever. But next year, definitely gonna have more special guests on the um the episodes on the podcast. Um, I'm gonna try to do different setups, see how I can record differently than just using my phone. But I guess I could do something else. Maybe do more visually for the full podcast. Maybe do like videos and stuff. Um, my YouTube channel is still a little thing that I might be doing once in a while. TikTok obviously is going to be a big thing because I'll be promoting, you know, my podcast and I'll be doing, you know, shorter, you know, versions of what I'm going to put on the a podcast. I'll put that on TikTok. I'll, I guess I can also push shit on Reddit too, you know, to promote it even more. Uh, obviously on social media, uh, Instagram, uh, t- uh, TikTok, t- you know, I, I might get a Twitter, you know, fuck it. I'll just download Twitter. I don't like Twitter because the whole... Ratio, you want the whole language, the whole the state of Twitter pisses me off. But if it's just to promote shit, 
you know, for my podcast, whatever, I'll do it. I'm, I don't have a problem with it. So, you know what? I'll do that. Um, and I'll just, you know, continue, man. I got to finish school. Got to finish high school. Got to learn how to drive. Hopefully get a girlfriend this year. I don't know. That's not, not, that's not one of my biggest goals this next year. But uh, still, you know, it would be nice. I'd be uh wouldn't mind that at all. But no, um, podcast myself. Um, hopefully in the summer we get to do something fun. Most likely, hopefully, um, on trips, vacation. Hopefully, go to another concert this year. COVID to please die and take it easy, cause I'm fucking tired of this shit. Please, can most people get vaccinated? You know, I'm I'm just I'm giving y'all a suggestion. You don't gotta listen to me, but just please. Get vaccinated. If you really need it, get vaccinated. I truly recommend it. So, so yeah. And that's that for 2021. It's all my messages. I've had a good, I've had a decent year. You know, definitely some, some lows, but the highs pretty much took over. So, can't say it was a bad year. Can't say it was 2020, because it definitely wasn't. But yeah, cheers to 2021. And how about that, man? A full year, and it, and this year went fast. Like this year flew, just fucking time travel. Didn't even fly. It just fucking teleported. You know, it was crazy. But yeah, more special guests, more more new things coming soon in my life, in my personal life, on the podcast. Um, the real world is out there, and for people who want to make you know podcasts like me or want to do episodes and you know start your own shit or whatever, whatever it is you want to do, you know, go for it, man. Um, you gotta have that discipline to, to put in the work, and I'm trying to put in the work. Like, discipline is one of those things that I don't really, I I don't use discipline in the best way. Sometimes I don't apply discipline very well often, but when it comes to the podcast, I do think I'm very disciplined in how I upload my stuff. Maybe promoting is a different thing. I have to do a better job promoting it because I just post it on Instagram and that's it. But that's gonna change, you know. And I'm only learning. I'm 18, guys. You know. Uh, and I'm only learning. I'm only getting better. Um, and just uh, still appreciating what I got. And, you know, taking this slowly because, you know, it's been two years. But I'm not, I don't care that only like four people listen to the episode. I don't care about that. You know, I just care about growing and developing. And hopefully, you know, this will take over at some point. It takes time, you know. I'm not doing this because I want to get instantly fucking rich and famous doing podcasts. I was like, come on, that's not, that's not realistic. So, yeah. But I'll see you guys next year, 2022. Please treat us nicely. Don't don't screw us over like 2020 did and what 2021 tried to do. So please, you know, it's going to be a big year for me. Definitely a big year for, you know, definitely a big year for me because there's going to be a lot of shit that, you know, I'm going to transition from a fucking teenager to a grown ass man. I mean, I'm 18 already, but still... After once I graduate high school, that's when it's it's really gonna hit. That's when I'm be like, okay, I'm not a kid. Like I can't I can't use that as like I'm not a fucking kid. Like I'm 18, and by the time I graduate, I'll be only a couple months away from being fucking 19. So you're not a kid, my nigga. You gotta grow the fuck up. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's it. Cheers to 2021. Hopefully, great moments for 2022 coming soon. Um, Happy New Year's, everybody. Hope you guys enjoyed tonight. Um, That is it.
This is Jader taking off from 2021. See you guys in a bit. Tomorrow. I'll see you guys tomorrow in 2022. Huh, corny. Whatever. Let me shut the fuck up. See you guys tomorrow for another episode of the Versus Elite Podcast. See you guys in a bit. Take care and peace out, my friends.